Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Hello and welcome back to another show. My chair's not open. We have Jerry Willis. Welcome to the show, Jerry. Hey there, Bill. Uh, how's it going there? Not bad. You know, it's funny. I was watching your video. And I stop it there for a second because um, you're talking about the alpha and beta waves and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it occurred to me that um, the way they classify uh, different brain types and different um, subjects in the MK Ultra program is by alpha, beta, and I believe uh, I forgot what the other one was. Uh, it wasn't theta. It was uh, something else. Um, so it's funny how, you know, different brain types in the alpha and beta and, and whatnot, but that can also correspond with MK Ultra. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, intentional. Well, I think it is intentional, you know, uh, I look at the situation for what it is. I did, when I did that video, I, I let him, I want to show the frequencies and the different waves and what they've been doing, and I like that you sent me a link on DARPA, and I've known about DARPA for a long time now. Yeah, they um, might control us, correct? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's exactly what it is. It's about mind control. Yeah. I guess my main thing was to try to get the point across to people to point it out to them, but a lot of people don't know. I mean, they don't realize the... Like chemtrails, for one, everywhere they've done tests behind chemtrails on the ground, the aluminum, the aluminum uh, in the ground, the soil, the numbers are through the roof. It's yeah. not normal, okay? And that's because they're spraying aluminum and barium. But you know, that's what I pointed out in the video, the aluminum. Well, that's like making a gigantic TV antenna from back in the day when you had a TV antenna in your roof. Except for this TV antenna covers the length of the whole country. This way they can use analog <laughs> and they can push frequency through the aluminum in the air and they can use frequency. I mean, they can heat up the atmosphere. They can push frequency through it. And then I bring it up to lead paint. See, in 1978, they made it so that one of the homes that were built after 1978 was not allowed to use lead paint. The manufacturers had to take the lead out of the paint. Okay? They didn't want that on the, on the residential homes no more. And the phony baloney excuse that they gave everybody was lead poisoning. Children reading uh, worn out paint that was peeling and falling off and they're breathing in the dust and 
and blah, blah, blah. It was all a bunch of BS. That was a complete lie. There's a, there's a really good reason they didn't want the lead in the paint. Because a lot of the homes, especially the older ones, had four, five, six, seven, eight coats of paint on it. Now I'm living it. Well, when you went to the emergency room and they took your x-ray, the first thing they did was put a lead vest over you and then went up the room and went behind the thing in another room. And that room they do the x-rays in is the only room that has like lead line. <laughs> You're wearing a lead line vest to protect you from what? Uh-huh. So the real reason they took the lead out of the paint and they don't want it on the homes anymore wasn't because of our health and our children's health because they don't care about their health. The real reason was to remove the lead barrier between you and their frequencies. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I mean, <laughs> I, I never really even thought about it until you said something, but it makes too much sense. You know, I mean, it, it makes so much sense. You know, I, it's funny, is even if I look back at it, I never ever heard of one kid that got lead poisoning or, you know, anybody. That got lead poisoning. So where are these people that got lead poisoning? You know, I don't know where they are. I never heard of one. You know, it's only what they told us. And what we're told, we're told from these places like the National Institute of Health or the CDC or any of these other agencies that we've known to lie to us for so long and so much. So why would we believe them about anything else? Why should we believe them about anything? If You know, it's like Colin Wolf. You know, I'm curious, I guess, sort of, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I looked into this a long time ago, and it just dawned on me the other day, and when I was talking to Jerry, and so I told him, okay, because I'd already done a video on this years back, but of course, you know, I lost my channel, I lost all of my videos, lost all of my work, I didn't have an external hard drive at the time, so, gone, all of my work is gone, you know how YouTube is, they love to take your work away from you. So anyhow, when they took my channel down that time, I lost it, okay? So I made another one today, okay? No big deal. But you know, the thing is, is let's just think about cancer for one moment. You know, when I was a child, cancer was here then. And they were looking for donations looking for a cure for cancer then. Well, do you know that I'm going to be 57 here next week? So that means 50 years ago, they were asking for donations and looking for a cure for cancer then. And here we are 50 years later, they're still asking for your donations. They're still looking for a cure. No, they're not looking for a cure. They already know what causes cancer. As a matter of fact, when you get chemotherapy, that only helps to spread the cancer and creates more of it. <laughs> they're not going to tell you that. This is nothing but a big eugenics program. That's why, you know, I'll go back and say it again. Animals are smarter than humans. Animals don't conspire to kill one another off through eugenics programs. They're going to shoot radiation into your body to kill you. They're not going to spread aluminum in the air and uh, create a TV antenna across the whole United States to use a uh, to use for frequencies to attack you. Now your homes ain't got a lot lining on it no more, so you can be attacked inside your houses. Let's look at the smart meters. You know, they started putting smart meters on your house, so that's where the frequencies come into the door that way. 
people are getting sick, people, I mean, Gary brought up some interesting points about this. They've been studying the mind and working on brain control, mind control for neons now. How much do they can use this to put thoughts in your head? What do you think, Jerry? Yeah, I, I think, well, that's actually, that was proven, I think, eight or nine years ago in um, uh, China, where they sent a signal uh, all the way across the country into people's heads. You know, so, and that's when they introduced it to the public that they're able to do this. So if China's been able to do this, you know, almost 10 years ago, I'm sure we have the capabilities and probably have had the capabilities for over 20 years. Now, <laughs> because of the complexity of each individual brain, from what I'm reading, just like that article in DARPA, that about DARPA, is most effectively they're changing brainwave patterns because it's kind of, I guess it would be hard to get each individual. You can't, you know, when you think about it, you don't want every single person to think the same thing because, that can cause a problem too. And it'd be hard to personalize who's going to get what, but if you could change like an entire city's mood or a certain area's mood, you know, so they're fighting or, you know, there's more problems. And then in some other areas, they're more relaxed or whatever, you know, they can really affect how people um, live their lives. You know, think about it. If you are an everyday family, the stress of having a family and kids and everything else, and then all of a sudden, they're shooting move frequencies into your home. Next thing you know, the, you're fighting with your spouse, and the whole family is in jeopardy. You know, and next thing you know, may, you know maybe it, it changed your mood so much you struck out and hit your kid. Next thing you know, you're going to court. They're taking the kid. You know, who you know who knows what could be happening. So, the influence on society with electronic control is very scary. Because we know what they've been doing with it on a sociological level on just people, you know, through their mass MK Ultra type programming and, and mass social engineering. Now, if they can just turn the dial and change the way society is, that's very scary. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, I'm not saying lead poison doesn't exist, but let me tell you something. You know, one of those courses, that sounds way out there. Well, it may sound way out there, but maybe you should go look up DARPA. Maybe you should read some of the programs that's actually really going on. Okay? And as far as thinking, I'm not saying lead poison doesn't exist. I don't sure it probably does. I mean, you, yeah. you, eat, you eat lead. You, I mean, you can eat just about anything that's not it's supposed to be in your body, and you're going to get sick from it. So exactly. eating lead is probably not a good idea. But either is eating any kind of paint. <laughs> I understand what she's saying about children, but I understand this. That's not the real reason they took the lead out of the paint. I guarantee you that's not the real reason at all. Okay, you know? If they really cared about your children's health as much as they claim they do, then they wouldn't be overseas killing children over there. Oh, but that's their children. That's not an excuse. You talk about a cop-out. So let's kill somebody else's children. It's not your own, huh? You know what I mean? Let's look around you. So let's look at the reality. Cancer. Different doctors that came in this country. Belinsky's one of the most famous. 
He had people from all over the country coming to his battle. He saved children's lives. He saved adults' lives. He saved life after life after life. Just to get attacked by the FDA and Big Pharma and taken to court until they took his license away from him. So it's not about saving lives. It's about killing people. And you go to an emergency, you go to an x-ray, what do they do? It's a lead line room in the hospital. They put a lead vest on you, and the technician even leaves the room to push the button. Okay? So think about that. That lead protected is a protecting barrier. You know, if if, uh, people really got sick, if lots and lots of people got sick from lead poisoning, if it was a very common thing, they would not do anything about it because it works along with their eugenics program. It would be good for the medical business. I agree with her. Vaccinations are killing people, but you need to understand there's a whole lot more methods of killing people. They're not just using one. This has been going on for me Yeah, yeah. I've told the story before when I was in college and I was engineering at a, you know, interning engineering at a local radio station that was pretty big. It was a 50,000 watt radio station and we transmitted our signal to the closest um, mountain to be broadcast via a microwave on top of the roof of the building. And I remember going up there with the engineer one day and him screaming at me, you know, not to stand in front of the microwave antenna, you know, because it'll roast my nuts off or whatever the hell he was saying. So we're up there and he says, watch this. And he says, it's only going to shut the radio station off for a half a second. And he takes the microwave antenna quickly turns it out the bank across the street and quickly turns it right back. One second later, the bank alarm starts going off and the cops start coming. And then we just casually walk downstairs. Microwaves are very powerful. And, you know, people don't understand. And it's not, it's the type of wave, depending on the type of wave in the microwave spectrum, you can transmit a lot of information, okay, but the the thing about it is microwave and the, you know is it's more of a direct signal. That's why when you see these antennas that are up there, they're they're you know in a pyramid shape or you know they're all around in a circle because they only go in a direct line and it's in a small spectrum of space. But within that space, that signal, it's a it, the the microwave is a um, it's a you know it's a um, like they call it, just because they call it a microwave. Micro means small. You know, there's short wave pattern, so it's a small wave. But within that wave, it can carry more information than the long wave, okay? So when you're talking about microwaves, you know, you could be transmitting a shitload of information and adjusting the frequency, it, you know, it could pass right through you and, and you know, and mess with your your own body frequency and everything else. But it's not just carrying a radioactive or, you know, a a heat source by heating it up by, you know, by cooking the, um, what what happens when a microwave, this is the way a microwave basically works. When you put food in the microwave, what it does is it cooks the water molecules. 
it heats up the water molecules by speeding them up. So they, the water molecules are speeding up so fast that they start steaming, all right? And that starts cooking, and it creates heat because those molecules are moving so fast. So think about all those microwave antennas and everything else that's out there. Every time you walk by them, what's your body made of? What, 80% water? So that shit's just speeding up the, the molecules and, and, you know, messing with everything else. But it's not just doing that. Within those frequencies, it can also c- carry information. So when you're talking about large quantities of digital information, you're, you're, you're getting hit two ways. You're getting, you know, destroyed at a molecular level, and you're getting hit at, a, uh, at an information level. So, you know, microwaves are a very dangerous thing. And it makes it all, it makes it actually you want to think about it. I mean, now, if you don't have a child that's going to lick the paint off the wall, Maybe lead paint might not be a bad idea if you're going to be able to put up a shield. Or how about maybe getting some lead sheeting? You know, I mean, I'm not saying we got to go all out nowadays. You can't afford all these things. But what I'm saying is, is Bill, I think, is right. You know, like you said, after a year, if you have an old house and, you know, a 100-year-old house, and every 10 years is getting coated with, you know, a coat of lead paint, it built up a nice barrier to protect against things like that, you know. But back then, they didn't have their microwaves, so it wasn't a big deal. Now they have them. Right when that technology, at the time the technology was starting to advance, they're telling everybody they can't use it anymore. So it does make a lot of sense. Well, you had uh, I'm trying to remember. I remember when microwaves first come out. Kidding, it was in the 70s. Okay, when microwave ovens first come out. And, you know, they've been using, they've been studying mind control for years and years and years. And microwaves have been around since I was a child. They came out in the 70s. I do know that. And it was 78 when they uh, took the lead out of the paint and made a big fucking deal out of lead poisoning in children and all that stuff. But if you really look into it, the lead poisoning wasn't as great as they pushed it to be. And everything they do has been planned for years and years and years and years in advance to begin with. So, you know, it's one of these things that they have more than one agenda behind what they're doing here to begin with. Yeah. You know, when they did the D, took the analog TV away from me and gave you digital, there's a reason they wanted the analog freed up. And not being used. That wasn't just to give you digital because it's better for your health. They wanted the analog way, way freed up for their use. Well, if I if I remember what what happened, and you know, this is just from when I was you know in the radio business. I remember there the problem with. Um, and well, basically digital or microwave and analog. In other words, you can't put analog next to um, microwave, okay? Because they, the it basically will ground out the microwave, and the the analog will take over. So in other words, you know, it's like uh, uh, uh. The shorter, it's the shorter wave can't go can't go through the longer wave type of thing, if I remember correctly. Okay, and the AM has the long wave, 
and and long, radio, the AM radio or AM you know signal basically makes like a loop. It makes a loop in a one direction. So if you have a big loop of analog that covers a whole big area of a city or whatnot, you can't shoot microwave through there. Okay, so they have to get rid of that, you know, so that you, you know they can shoot through it. And mm-hmm. you know that's that's why they've you know pretty much done away with AM. Now you don't hear much of that anymore, and if they do, it's at a low power. Back in the day, you used to have AM stations that were at a very high power. Now you now that's it. That's exactly it, you know. And what they're really doing with the chemtrails is more than one project. These chemtrails ain't just to heat up the atmosphere up above us, okay? It's also being used because they're spraying aluminum. So they can use it now because aluminum's a great conductor. So now they can use the aluminum that's in the sky that they sprayed there. And they're also using lithium in the sky, too, which is also another great conductor. Exactly. So now they'll push frequencies through that in the air, and people are being attacked. This is actually a weapon. It's a weapon. That's exactly what they're doing. They've turned their stuff into weapons, and they're using them against us. And, of course, they are. people think they wouldn't do that. Yes, they are. They've been doing that for years. I mean, the TV set could have been the greatest invention ever invented. But it's not, because it's been used as a weapon against the people. Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, they really, what they call it is the space fence, is what they try to tell the public. And, you know, some of the supposed secret information is that it's, it's a better way that the military can communicate and they can, you know, use it as an energy source for new type of technology. And they may very well be able to do that. But that doesn't mean they can't also use that that uh, that type of energy against us, you know. Because when you when you're filling the sky and basically making the sky electric, you know, turning it into one big giant antenna, you know that that's that's something we walk through every day, you know. I mean that's you know when they spread that stuff in the sky, it falls down. <laughs> so it's not just the the upper atmosphere that's turning into a space fence. You know, it's our whole atmosphere that's basically turning into it. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do believe we have Bruce with us. I'm going to bring him in. 201, you're on. How you doing? Bill, how are hey, you? Man. Jerry? Hey. Hey, good to hear from you guys. I know it's been a while, but uh been a little busy. It's been gone. Yep, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm... Bruce made the trip with me to um, do the Sandy Hook protest, you know, and, and uh, he got to see, I think, uh, mind control at, at its very best. <laughs> yeah, and we have John. I wasn't sure it was John or Bruce because they share the same area code there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, so is this Bruce or John? Hello. What was your question? Oh, I thought you were Bruce. <laughs> no, this is no, no. Oh, same area code. So you must be from the like New Jersey area. Yes. 
right. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately. Yeah, well, that's what everybody says. I mean, it depends on what exit, I guess, right? <laughs> I don't well, know. John, so go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. So you've been listening. How long have you been listening? Uh, I, when I was listening, you guys were talking about um, the lead and the paint in the homes that are 100 years old, like a long time. You were talking about lead. Yeah. And, you're, and Jerry yeah, was talking you're- about microwave frequencies. Right. Well, you know, I talked about lead because I brought that up a while back. I did a video on this years ago before clean out now because that was that one of my cameras got stripped down before I had my external hard drive. And then um, the lead, the reason I brought up the lead, John, is because it's pretty prescribed for chemtrails. We all know that they're putting aluminum, barium, and aluminum in this chemtrail. Okay, so you can now use the aluminum in the chemtrails to put frequencies through it. And if you run into an emergency room or an x-ray room and they use gamma ray, okay, which is still a frequency, and they uh, take an x-ray snapshot of you, don't they put a red vest on you? Ain't that room always lined with red? And the technician always leaves the room to push the button. Now, that's not in the hospitals. What well, you know, that's what the lady is doing for the house. <laughs> it did the same thing. It protected you. But you ain't got that protection no more. Yeah, I remember you also, yeah. you also mentioned about donations, about how people are do- collecting donations for the cure for cancer for the past 50 years, and they still haven't found a cure. I mean, at least that's what they say. You know. Well, I know that's true because I was when I got, I'm going to be 57 here in a week from now. So I've been on the planet for these 50 years, right? And mm-hmm. I can remember when, when I was a little kid, they were looking for a cure for cancer then. And they were taking donations for it then. Well, I mean, if you look at the statistics, you know, back in the, um, you know, before the 1920s, even in that time where we had the Industrial Revolution and there was a lot of toxins in the air and everything else, the cancer rate was very low, extremely low. I think it was somewhere under 20% or something like that. It was so, you know, the cancer rate being what it is today. It has risen astronomically. So there's only one conclusion is that there's something else that is causing this cancer besides just the toxins in the air and everything else. Because, you know, back in the, you know, the late age of the Industrial Revolution, you know, have you ever seen pictures of the rivers, you know, literally being polluted like heck and everything else? So the pollution was out there. But the difference, I think, is before 1920, we didn't have, believe it or not, we didn't have the radio waves. We didn't have the frequencies in the air like they, you know, they did after that time. You know, we didn't start really getting into where everybody had a radio and there was lots of transmissions going on until after the 1920s. So, I mean, you can look at it as also, you know, that 
maybe some of these frequencies and maybe some of these, you know, things do cause cancer. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've already discussed the fact that cell phone usage, if you always have your cell phone against your ear and all that over time, do some damage, bodily damage. Oh, yeah. So it's understandable. Anything, anything. Yeah, it's understandable. I, I'm I'm quite sure that those type of things, you know, because here's the things are, in theory, our bodies should adjust to uh, the inhabitants of life. So, you know, our bodies have probably built up a better immune system to um, that type of radiation that comes from electronic devices than if somebody was alive in the 1920s would have if they were around today. It would probably destroy them right away. But it's uh-huh. still not keeping up with the strength of what they're they're putting out there. You know, and I mean, we're, we're getting, like Bill says, a lot of this is eugenics. Basically, we're getting hit you know, from no matter which way you look at it, we're getting poisoned. You know, we're getting poisoned from frequencies. We're getting poisoned from the air. We're getting poisons from the food, the water vaccines, you name it, we're getting poisoned in one way or another. You know, that's a shitty part of it. Uh, Bill's big thing is, uh, you know, I I think it made a lot of sense that, you know, if uh, people had left up lead paint in their house, that could help with a lot of, uh, you know, external transmissions. In theory, imagine if somebody had a uh, house that was lead painted, and then on the inside they used no electronic devices. I bet their chances of survival are a lot better than if they had the electronic devices in the house and had no lead paint. You know, I'd rather take my chances with, you know, getting lead poisoning because I don't plan on eating the paint than then, I uh, think uh, it would be worse. You know. No. I didn't have computers. There was no such thing as Wi-Fi. You didn't have 90% of the electronics around here now did not even exist. Yeah. I mean, just imagine what everybody has. I mean, think about now. I mean, nowadays, how many people out there have their Wi-Fi on 24-7? You know, I know I do. I know I shouldn't, but I know I do. So there's constant, you know, uh, radiation being spewed all over the house right there. And now they have things that will boost your Wi-Fi and everything else so you don't miss it. I have a router sitting right next to my modem that has a router built into it, and both of them are being used. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's out there, you know. I mean... And, you know, everybody's got it. You know, you turn on your microwave, everybody's got it, you know. And, and it's funny, is like if you look at a microwave, you know, it's shielded by a metal box on the inside, but the window has the Faraday cage in it, okay? Now, there's still hinges and everything else. Every microwave does leak a lot of microwave uh, radiation out of it. So... You know, that's, you know, those are a poison box. And, and you know that the, the American industry doesn't, the, you know, whatever whatever industry regulates the microwaves or whatever else. And that would be the FCC actually 
I think a lot of times when you see a uh, microwave, if you look at the stamp on it, it has a SEC reg- regulation. I can guarantee you don't see the FCC man walking around microwave factories too often. So I highly doubt even that's regulated that well. Well, you know, I'll bet you even if they have standards that they're supposed to be going by, because the government controls corporate bankers and so on, with the criminals we have running this world right now, that wouldn't mean nothing to them. They could just lie to the public and say it meets such, 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 such code when it don't. So unless you have the way of testing it to see what it's putting out, you would not know. Well, even the Earth gives off a background radiation. You know, everything everything radiates, you know. You know, that's what our whole magnetosphere is. You know, that's what protects us from, you know, here's the, here's the thing about, you know, we, we live in a weird world. You know, the, the sun has a magnetosphere, right? And it creates magnetic energy. And what it does is gives off radiation, really intense radiation. But that radiation basically causes the earth to create its own magnetosphere and that magnetosphere actually protects us from the sun's radiation. So, you know, I mean, I honestly think they're playing with fire when they're <laughs> trying to create their own magnetosphere in a way. You know, how much do we know that is that going to interfere with their Earth's magnetosphere? You know, we knew that point energy can be taken from... The Earth itself. We didn't need to create its own magnetosphere. You know, we can use the one that's already there protecting us. But they want to use it, I think, for more nefarious purposes than what the nature would allow. And that's what we're getting. Is you know, we're getting this new space fence. That's it. Yeah, I just, I don't say I don't know. You know, because a lot of people in today's society. They wasn't around when all the lead scare went on with the kids, okay? Now, I'm not saying there wasn't some children that got lead poisoning whatsoever, okay? I'm not saying that. I'm saying that was not the main reason they took the lead out of the paint. The main reason they was removing the paint was because they didn't want you having lead buried on your house. Because they knew what they were going to be doing. And they wanted their frequencies to penetrate your house. Yeah, and then the question was, is Verizon the FCC? No, the FCC is the Federal Communications Commission. And that's it's, that's like the FAA or, you know, one of our other three-letter agencies. And Zach's right. You know, um, Verizon is on the lead on a lot of this microwave transmission shit. You know, they they, uh, they were pushing the, the 5G thing pretty hard. You know, the thing about Verizon, because I had a friend that actually worked on cell phone towers, is they own the majority of the cell phone tire, towers in the United States. doesn't matter who's, what carrier you are. Even if you um, have a different carrier or if you have Sprint or something else like that, that doesn't mean you know Sprint has their own particular towers. What they're doing is they're basically leasing off of the towers that Verizon has, okay? And when, you know, so... Just because you have a different cell phone company doesn't mean you they have a different tower. 
they're still leasing off of the majority of, you know, the majority of, of Verizon because Verizon owns the majority of towers. You know, in theory, Verizon should be much cheaper than um, what it is because they seem to be one of the most expensive carriers, but yet they're the owners of the majority of towers. Uh, just like, um, uh, you know, like um, FBC owns most of the majority of telephone poles and stuff like that. You know, it's it's very, you know, they, you know, they all have their thing. And Verizon's thing is owning the majority of towers in the United States. You know, people don't realize that's how, um, what's his name? Um, Branson over there, the one that owns Virgin Airlines and Virgin Telephone. You know, that's how he got uh, rich originally, is by investing in the airwaves and, and, you know, buying and and selling, you know, uh, the, the airwaves for cell phones. And that's how he got. That's how he got very wealthy, you know. And there, you know, that's another thing I think about too. Sometimes is, you know, when you when you own your own property and everything else, you know, which we know you don't really ever own, but you know, you supposedly you're supposed to own a hundred feet over your house, and you know, you know, like you own so many feet below the ground and you own so many feet above your house. Well, if they're doing this to the atmosphere theory if they got waves that are traveling past your house or through your your airspace that you supposedly own don't you have a right to bill them for it <laughs> <laughs> that's what we need we need people like that to start suing people like verizon and saying hey if you're if you're if you're shooting your waves through my airspace and my home you know if there's a direct line from one of your antennas to the highway and your house is in between it, you know, should I be getting, you know, some kind of royalty for using my airspace? That's the kind of lawsuits we need. We need to start going after people like that because they're just taking advantage of, you know, all the, you know, even though we don't own our properties and everything else like that, you know, it's the thought of it that, you know, that we have, we are the king of our castle, that we have our own domain. So, you know, we need to restrict what these people are doing, whether they're digging tunnels under our property or they're shooting airwaves over it. You know, I mean, I would like to think that, uh, you know, I have a right to uh, the ownership of whatever it is over my house. You know? Yeah. You know, uh, Jerry, something else that Jerry wanted to talk about tonight, and I think probably now would be a good time to bring that up. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to get into the MK Ultra thing because, you know, I've had a few people talk, you know, asking me about, you know, how do you know somebody's MK Ultra and everything else, you know. So I'm gonna tell a quick story of a little bit of what happened in Kalamazoo. You know, um, when I, you know, it's, it's almost like I kind of went undercover myself when I started seeing things going on really weird. I literally. <clears throat> dug really deep into the community, into the history, into everything else, and started making friends with people that, you know, didn't seem right. And, you know, I I, I kind of understood the MK Ultra program, and I looked for signs and family histories that um, resembled these people. And 
started learning a little bit more about these people. And I didn't always tell them I was learning, but, you know, that's, you know, I kind of looked at myself as like an amateur sociologist. And because I, I wanted to know more. So I learned more about the local psychiatric hospitals. I learned more about, you know, some of the history of Kalamazoo and everything else. And I started almost experimenting with some of these people on, you know, sitting them down and talking to them, you know, and, and, you know, digging at certain things to draw out different personalities and everything else. So, you know, I do understand a little bit about some of these people that have been through intense programs. And I could tell you a, a couple things that have come up where it was something almost over and over again. It repeated with certain people that I thought were MK Ultra. And one of the biggest things I found was the, they were all orphans. They were either adopted or, you know, something like that, you know, or they lived with foster parents or whatever the situation was. The majority of people that I thought were MK Ultra were foster kids or adopted. And so that's one sign that, that uh, if people are looking for, they may think maybe a friend or a relative or whatever, maybe MK Ultra. And I'm not saying that all of them are. I'm not saying that every person that's been an, uh, adopted or um, was a foster kid is MK Ultra. I'm just showing, telling you in the uh, group of people that I was around, I came up with this over and over again. I also, you know, saw some erratic behavior, of course, that was natural, but there was almost like splits, you know, something would trigger a split. And, you know, sometimes it was something literally, uh, oftentimes, believe it or not, you would hear almost a voice change. And the more I studied it, I started to understand this. There was, you know, when they do the MKUltra program, they uh, create a split. All right. And that split is usually triggered in a self-protection time, you know, when when they're on the defense of some, in, or feel like they're cornered. And you usually have to have them alone and, and corner them about a personal issue and, and get that part out of them. OK, <laughs> so there, that's another sign to look for when you look at MK Ultra. But it, it really did bother me the most. I think that I saw it so often. And the other thing I was seeing is a lot of them were uh, gay, you know, part of the LGBT community, whatever you want to call it these days. A lot of them were gay. So I started to come up with certain things, you know, I was starting to see a split behavior, um, foster or, um, you know, uh, adoption. Um, and the LGBT thing was really big with these people. And the LGBT thing wasn't with everybody, but it was uh, probably in the majority of people that I dealt with that I thought were MK Ultra. So that was another big thing to look for. Okay, um, you know, I'm trying to think what else I came across when I came to that type of thing because it's just it, it may, every time I start talking about, it, I think about these people, and it was like, you know, I made some good friends and whatnot, but just thinking what they went through, um, I even saw uh, oftentimes. Uh, as I learned about them and, you know, I hate, you know, talking too much about it, but most of them had some kind of um, rape or uh, molestation in their childhood, you know, and, and the more I read about the MK Ultra program, I realized, and, you know, that's, that's their thing. They were, they were looking for people before the age of five, 
and they had to have a traumatic experience between, you know, you know, usually they wanted to have it under three years old, but definitely before five years old. And if you think about it, you know, you got an orphan or, or a foster kid forcing the traumatic experience of a sexual abuse is literally like perfect for the people that are doing these programs. So I, I started to see these certain things and, and it's really scary what they do. And I come to find that, yeah, I mean, there's always mass social engineering and, and theory. There's a mass MK ultra program going on now, but when you get into the people that had suffered from this stuff a lot deeper, it would, it was very scary to see these, um, rough lifestyles that these people went through at a very young age, you know, and, um, it, it just blew me away. I, every time I think about it, it just takes me off in another direction because it's really, it was something else, Bill. I mean, I, I don't even know how to explain it. It was, it was scary to see that this is going on. Well, you know, we're in a situation where they're using every form they can and people just not seeing it thought the lead thing was important to bring up to people because the fact is the facts. You know, you cannot trust anything you're being told to begin with. Okay, and lead paint, I'm not saying there wasn't children that wouldn't put the lead paint in their mouth because we know that would be true. But I don't buy that that was the main reason they done it because we were worried about our children's health. If you don't say worried about your children's health, you wouldn't run a doctor out of business to save your children's life from cancer, now would you? <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't try. I mean, I've been being disabled. I've been in. I, I was physically from the time I was born to you know to my teenage years. I was almost in the hospital, you know, every other month. So I spent a lot of time in hospitals growing up, you know, with my legs and everything else. I don't trust hospitals worth a damn. <laughs> I don't trust doctors worth a damn. I don't trust hospitals worth a damn. You know, usually the people in the hospitals I usually liked were like the, uh, you know, cleaning man or whatever like that. So. Yeah, well, I think we're living in a very dangerous time. We're living in a time where they're going to be putting thoughts in people's heads. Well, I know. <laughs> I got to get, delete them. <laughs> so, Ryan? I got it. Oh, yeah. Jerry's been being hit with trolls. Most of the trolls Jerry's being hit by are mad at Jerry because he didn't go to Sandy Hook. He was a Connecticut. He carried out the protest. He just didn't go to Sandy Hook so the troll could find him. Jerry's. Jerry's scared to hell out of this guy because this guy's one of the be ten parents of a child that didn't die. <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, they're they're just so pissed off that I went and did this. They're so pissed off. I don't understand why. <laughs> well, I do understand that they don't want this to turn into a thing. They are just very pissed off. Well, so pissed off. You know? <laughs> I think I was talking to Jerry earlier today. You can have a site like 153 where they 
want to have truthers come there and they want truth, you can have whatever site you want full of truth. You can have all of the information you want, but if you're not going to do anything with the information to stop what's going on, then the information is useless. You know, I don't care people say the information becomes useless then. This child is tracking Jerry is because this guy collected a whole lot of money lying to the world saying he had a kid that died in a closed-down school. And he's worried that if something starts up like what Jerry's starting, then he could be held accountable and have to pay back money and go to jail. But he should be held accountable. And he shouldn't have to give back the money unless he should go to jail. Because everyone people involved in that committed treason on their own people in this country. For their own pocketbook. And now they're holding people accountable for what they're doing. Well, here, listen, listen to this one, Bill. Listen to this one. Getting arrested in Newtown would have been big news. You lack commitment. I would love to have you hung by your fake leg over my fireplace next time. Oh, there you go, uh-huh. And then it was that on N53? Or was that on Facebook? That's on 153. I was screen capture that and sent it to Jason. Oh, I did. I already did. <laughs> <laughs> See, that right there is worthy. That right there is that kind of stuff right there, that person needs that person needs to be gone. Well, they they came in as a guest. It's the same guy. It's um Yeah. Yeah. The same guy. <laughs> Pretty sad that that just happened, but there you go. See Jerry got up and went out and done something. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what I've been wanting people to do. Because we have to do something if we're going to stop these people. And if we don't do anything, then you're not going to stop them. And you can have all the information in the world, but the information is useless if you're not willing to do anything with it. Yeah. Well, you know what, man? I mean, (laughs) that's what they're pissed (laughs) off. They're pissed off that I did it. And they don't want it to turn into something. What if it turned into something? You want to know what? It only encourages me more to make sure that next time we go back, we go back with 20 or 50 or 100 people or whatever we could possibly get. You know, we'll get, wait till it warms up a little bit. We'll build up as many people as possible. And then we'll nail them. And then we'll be out there in front of their face again. They didn't like it when we were there. Trust me, <laughs> I'm pretty sure a couple people called the cops <laughs> at the end at the of the time. That's why we got out of there. <laughs> we had like five people in the parking lot just staring at us with their phones. We were like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, I'm staring at you with their phones, you know. You get enough people there that can stare at you with their phones if we can come. And we'll make sure everybody's phone and the cops over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, 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 why, why do they stalk me? You know, I mean, I, I'm not into men, and it's always men that are stalking me. I, why can't like 
you know, all these beautiful women be stalking me. It's always these like old men. I don't want any. Of, I would. I don't want. Old, I don't want no old men stalking me. It's just weird. You know. <laughs> but who does that? Think about who does that. You know. I mean, who the hell stays home at night? I mean, think about what was it like ten pages or eleven pages in the last two days that they created just to. You know, stock accounts they created just to troll me, I counted. You know what happened, don't you, Jerry? What? They realized you was the Messiah. (laughs) I must have. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they got issues. (laughs) I mean, who's... I mean... (laughs) Even if I was pissed at somebody, I don't think I could stay home and obsess about, like, and troll them all that. I don't understand. To me, I guess maybe because I'm not mentally ill, I don't understand how these people do it. But, I mean, they have to be severely mentally ill to, like, just be obsessed with somebody. You know, over me going to Sandy Hook, why would you have, a, why would you have an obsession over that? Okay, it makes no sense. You know, like, even if it was, we live in America. Even if it was a different a difference of opinion of whatever the issue is, you believe kids die, and I don't believe they die. Whatever. That doesn't mean <laughs> you should obsess about it. Point of insanity, you know. And that goes to show you that these Sandy Hook people are like the scum of the earth. Think about it. You know, if you heard what I said, what he, you know, what he wrote. Are you telling me that these people that want gun control, these people that want to stop the violence, say things like that? Sounds like to me that these are the scum of the earth that are involved with the Sandy Hook shooting. So even if the shooting really did happen, the behavior of these people is so sickening, they still need to be arrested. Well, it's, it's disgusting. Okay, but you know... We know that we know the shooting didn't happen. So when they say, "Well, I know a kid that was blah blah blah," and Jerry says, "Well, you know, like Stan McDonald's that uh, cover guy," you, he ran away. You saying, "Well, here's a hundred thousand dollars." You know, a kid that died. Here's a hundred thousand. I don't want that hundred thousand dollars. Just get away from me. <laughs> and what, well, it's funny. It was really interesting, Bill. I, I didn't know if I, I didn't really get a chance to pull on here, but. You know, when we're um, in the Sandy Hook area, the people are wealthy. They they all have money, okay? And I, I'm talking, they have money like, um, well, which is really disturbing if you really look at it. The people and families that live in that area, they were never poor. These were wealthy people, okay? You have to be wealthy to live in that area. And they were very resistant to what we had to say, of course, you know? And I'm also going to tell you something, too, about that we can get into those towers we found, too. But um, when we drove out of town and went, you know, further down to Bridgeport, where, the, where there's a poor area, and I knew it, too. I said, you know, I said to Bruce, I said, you know what? He, he's like, go, let's go hand out um, some flyers somewhere else because we were, you know, we, it was getting kind of sketchy there for a minute. So we went down to Bridgeport. I said, I said, man, I bet you if we go to the poor area, they'll listen better. And you know what happened? The poor people listened. Not only did they listen, they knew. They knew it was fake. We had that one old couple that actually said they thought everybody knew. So this old couple assumed that everybody knew it was fake. And (laughs) 
And I didn't, I didn't even know where to begin with that one, you know. Because <laughs> they're such a nice old couple. And, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, I mean, it's, you know, because they, you know, they were asleep, but they knew it was fake. And it was just, they were such a nice couple. I didn't want to, you know, change their point of view on anything or whatever, because they seemed like a nice, happy couple. And it was really, really interesting to see the, the whole sociological aspect of there being a big division between uh, the poor and the rich on how they thought about these things. You know, <laughs> the poor can understand the threw them over and the rich, uh, their, their belief is right in, oh, whatever they're told, they go along with the system. And I think a lot of that has to do with, you know, you're living a nice lifestyle, you're living in a nice house, you have, you have a nice car, and, you know, life is good. Why would you want to disturb that? I better just keep on going along with the agenda. I think that's a little bit of the cognitive cognitive dissonance in there. You know, it's socially engineered that, you know, this is the lifestyle. We go along with, you know, the Joneses. You know, we want to have a nicer, you know, convertible than the neighbor or whatever. And we're not going to go against the narrative. You know, it's already built up in their mind that way. While While down in the poor areas, the ghetto, whatever you would like to call it, they can see, yeah, guy, man, we're always getting screwed. The government's always screwing up, you know. So it's a whole different, different way of looking at it, I guess. It is. I mean, you know, but that is true, though. Yeah. You know, I see a little squirrel. So she got out there and she's talking, and that you'd be proud of her. I remember she read a comment that Jerry'd be proud of her. Okay, first time ever talking to. Okay, now everybody's gonna think she's nuts. Well, you know. <laughs> She's going to be nuts because she's spreading around what's really going on. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, this is what I tell people. And, and, and you know, because a lot of people want to go out there and wake everybody up, you know. And in some cases, I think people are not always meant to be awake. You know, the cognitive dissonance is there maybe for a reason for self-protection or whatever else, because maybe they mentally can't handle it or whatever it is. But we're also in a situation where YouTube and, and things like that got taken over. So when you're waking people up, there's a good chance that they haven't, you know, seen everything. They're not fully awakened or whatnot. So they're waking up right into the hands of all these shills, all these people that are, de- you know, the, the deceivers out there, the turn agents that are giving them truth, but they're only there to lead them down the wrong path. So, you know, I don't always think it's the best to share everything out there because, you know, we want everybody to wake up. But, you know, are we waking them up and putting them in a position where they, are, you know, are going to go down the wrong path? And that, that's only going to be another problem, too. You know, because like even when me and Bill researched into the Fetzer Institute, they had a program called the Awaken Program. It was almost like designed to wake people up. But I, I think they want to wake them up so they can bring them into this new uh, religion of Thelma. Or, uh, Zach, uh, Zach knows more about it than I do. Um, you know, they want to bring them more into the, you know, the new age religion and all these new age ideas. And being awake makes somebody more vulnerable to that. So, you know, I mean, it's great that we want to wake everybody up and we want to share all the information but I, I always like to do is leave it as like a, like a, a seed for somebody. You know, you can give them the information. You don't argue with And if they're meant to wake up, maybe they're meant to wake up from the information you gave them. Well, but, you, have uh, to, 
you yeah. know, there's no reason to be sharing everything all crazy that sounds all crazy and everything right away, you know. Yeah, you also have to go with this, Jerry. Yeah. There's more than one kind of awake. There's a way to the truth, and then there's a way to the propaganda that they're going to feed you. You're talking about the Fetch Institute. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the thing. They're ready for people to be awake. They they knew there was an awakening happening. So, you know, it's... And they control so much of the truth community and everything else. So, you know, it can be very scary. I, I've... I've really spent a lot of time with this. And, you know, I, when I first woke up, that was one of my things, too, is I wanted everybody, oh, oh my God, i got to wake everybody. i got to tell everybody everything. And that's a natural thing. It's something I, everybody goes through when they wake up. But I've learned that, um, you know, you, you can wake everybody up. And and sometimes if you look like a rational person, you know, if you go to the store all the time, the store clerk or whatever, and you want to share some information with them, well, I mean, if they see you as a normal person and you have everyday conversations with them, you know, they're going to be more susceptible to listening to you. And then, you know, if, uh, you know, you get into a topic about politics or something else, you can maybe touch on a certain subjects to, to maybe feel them out to see how awake they are. Because if they're totally not awake and you sit there and tell them, oh, you know, there's old grand design, the CFR, the trilateral commission, you know, all this and that, and the RAND Institute, and you start getting really into detail about it, they're going to look at you like you're nuts. So yeah. you gotta, you got to kind of feel them out, and, you know, you can plant some seeds and get them to where they start asking questions. I always said just like, you know, uh, you know, one of the best ways to wake somebody up that if you, you like, if you're big into chemtrails, you know, if you're outside with somebody, you look up in the sky and there's a big plane driving, you're flying by with a spit out chemtrails, you ask them what that is. You know, they might say, oh, that's chemtrails. And they're, no, good, you're already there. But they might say, I don't know. Well, maybe we should find out together. You know, let's go look online. And then, you know, and, you know, you type in, you know, um, smoke coming out of an airplane. Of course, the, you know, it'll probably pop up as chemtrails. And then, oh, look, it's chemtrails. What's that? Let's read it more about it. And that's a good way to, to, to get into the whole chemtrail thing. You know, versus trying to say, hey, there's chemtrails, they're poisoning us with aluminum in the sky. You know, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. So sometimes asking people a question, you know, what do you think? You know, what do you think that is? Why do you think this is? Do you think they're trying to do this? You know, and, you know that's sometimes the best way to go into it. Or you, or you need to have me. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it is. I mean, that's an idea of how you can handle it, but. We have, I mean, you know, actually, I look at it, we're in a really scary time. Yeah, we are in a scary time. Yeah, that's for sure. And I don't know how many, you know, the sad thing is I see so many people that just, what we talk about is so far above their head, or they're just not totally awake, you know, and you have different levels of being awake. You know, I mean, I really don't know what to say outside of what Jerry's saying would be pretty true. Is John still with us? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just listening. Okay, I just wondered if you had any input. <laughs> oh, I remember when I was talking with Jason. I remember when I was talking with uh, Warren about these type of things. You know, he was like, you "Got to be really careful with who you talk to these kind of things sometimes because, you know." If 
things were to go down, they could tr- they could turn you in or write you in. Like, oh yeah, this guy this guy's a bit suspicious. He was talking to me about this. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta kind of be careful, I guess, who you talk to about these things. You you can't sometimes you just can't talk with everyone about it. You know what I mean? You get where I'm, you yeah, know what I'm trying to say. Well, you know what you're saying. You know, you get attacked from all ends, and when you're talking to people about this, you might get attacked talking to them. I mean, you know, you might lose your job. You might have bad things come upon you because you told the truth. Because the truth, especially a lot of people that don't understand they've been lied to their whole life. They don't want to accept the fact they've been lied to their whole life. That becomes a hard deal for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I think when it comes down to it, you kind of have to figure it out on your own as far as who is worth speaking to. Because there's some people that no matter what you tell them, how much much evidence you give them, you can't change their minds. They're so, I guess you could say they're damaged beyond repair. That's actually a good way of putting it, you know. I try not to get into it too much when it comes to religion. I understand the Bible's a written script, but, you know, if you take somebody that their upbringing was with a family that was in church every single week, maybe their dad was a pastor, or they were close friends with the pastor, and they went to church their whole life from the time they were a little kid up, you're not going to take that belief away from them, and I don't care how much you throw at them, and calling them names and getting mad, you're just wasting your time. If you can get them to wake up to other things and see what's going on and stand with the right thing to stop the corruption, then at least you're going to get somewhere. But you can't think that you're going to take people's faith or what they grew up in their whole life and just rip that away from them tell them how they're blah, blah, blah. But when you do that, you actually, well, you end up losing because you cannot do that. You have to be willing to let uh, and understand that we're all individual human beings, but also understand that somebody's grown up in a very religious environment their whole life, you're not going to change that. If you're going to wake that person up, you're going to have to accept the fact that that's what they believe and don't go near that topic with them and talk about other topics with them. Yeah. I got to thank uh, Jason out there from 153news.net. Everybody should go there. Um, he just disabled commenting for me, uh, but he disabled commenting on the whole site. I told him he didn't have to do that, so hopefully he doesn't do that. <laughs> but, uh, I'm running on the whole Yeah, he uh, disabled the whole commenting on it everywhere, which is, uh, you know, which is, you know, I, I guess it was cool. He's trying to do the right thing for me. But, but you know, I don't want everybody else to get, not be able to have the comments. Uh, you know, uh, maybe I, maybe he's just doing it until he can figure out how to pull everybody's IP out of there. I don't know. Um, whatever he's doing. But I got to thank him for that because that was nice of him. He, you know, he finally seen that these people are actually trolling me like crazy. You know, he saw it. Once I sent him that, he saw it right away. So... That's that's nice of him. Well, that's just it, you know. That's that's just it. You're being attacked, and you're being attacked by somebody that don't want to be busted and held accountable, and they know they're a criminal, okay? And so they're attacking you hard. 
Yeah. You know, YouTube wouldn't do that. I mean, it's like yesterday when you first got flagged. I laughed. Because what that happened, the person that trolling flagged you thought, well, good, now I'll get his video taken down and instead he got put as a featured video. I was tired when Jason did that because that was awesome. Sad thing was this morning he took it down. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, he's seeing it now. So, I mean, it's good. He's seeing it. He's seeing that, you know. And, you know, it, it, he was actually right because, you know, the discussion I had with Jason was, you know, uh, you know, I wanted to get rid of him right away. And he says, you know, no, no just because I got your back. And let's, you know, let's, let's, you know, let these people talk and they're going to hang themselves. And he was right. That's exactly what they did. And he was right. You know, sometimes, you know, that's the thing about these people. They're, they're, they're so evil and disgusting. They can't help themselves. They have to keep on going. They slam you somehow. They, they can't help themselves. So, you know, I mean, sometimes you, you got to shut up and let them hang themselves. And, you know, I, you know, sometimes we get so emotional over something. We would, you know, ah, let's get rid of them, whatever. Or whatever it is, you know, and sometimes when you're dealing with idiots, there's a good chance they're going to hang themselves if you just give them enough rope. So, you know, Jason, I think, was right on that call, you know, and he was right, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I just hope he doesn't turn off all the commenting for too long or whatnot because, <laughs> people, you know, people need the right to comment. And I, and I told him that, so. You know, hopefully, uh, you know, that's because I don't want to be, oh, it's Jerry's fault. We can't comment now. <laughs> <laughs> but at least he's, you know, watching my back and, you know, and they're not going to be able to do that. So, you know. Yeah. I right. agree with Zach here. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I like Zach. I think Zach's a great guy. He's very knowledge. Okay. But I don't agree with him here. That's just one of these things, you know. I can't agree with him there. People are going to think that we're mentally ill because we talk to these people. I don't know them personally. You know, if you're ever gonna, if you're ever gonna stop what's going on in this world, the first thing you have to do is you got to realize you got to let people be who they are. No, I, I think you know, Zach. I want to show Zach because um, I saved Zach. Zach got the same kind of um, things that I got. You know, they were saying the same exact thing to me, saying, you know, that that, that I, yeah, that I exactly money. It was weird, you know, and it was it was just bizarre because it, it guy even seemed like he knew the, uh, the amounts and shit, which was really scary. Um, so I want to show Zach the accounts, you know, what my guy, my troll was saying, see if it matches up with his troll. Because they would not stop, and it was—he's right. When when he says all day, multiple accounts were trolling Jerry Slow on money. That's the same exact thing they were doing to me, and it was multiple accounts, and it was weird. It was just really weird. I even mentioned you know something to Zach today about it because they sent me one message that looked really weird. It was really freaking weird. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what I agree with. I just didn't agree with the other one. I don't say no. Well, you know, that's, all, you know we, that's the tough thing, Zach, is, you know, we, we love you and we love the other guy. And we love, you know, we love Jay. Said, you know, he's been very supportive and everything. And so have you. And it sucks because we know you guys don't get along. And, and 
you know, we'd love to see you get along. And it puts us in a shitty situation. It puts me and Bill, like, you know, me and Bill talked about it. It puts us in a shitty situation because it's like we want to see everybody get along. And both of you guys have such good, strong personality. It's like, you know, I mean, if 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 Zach and Sidethorn can get together, we can accomplish some serious shit because they're very strong personalities. The only problem is they're so, so they're both so, you know, um, big personalities, you know, they they clash and it sucks and it sucks because, you know, we like them both and both of them have treated us. Zach has treated me great. And so has Sidethorn, you know, and especially granny and, you know, I and mean, it sucks. It sucks that, you know, you guys are fighting and, you know, it sucks because, you know, me and Bill love you both. And, you know, we get caught in the middle of this, and it really just sucks. <laughs> Gary said it right. I like Zach. I think Zach's a very smart man. Yeah. And he's got a lot of great knowledge. He really does, and he's got some awesome ideas. Okay, but I've seen some good work from Sackthorn, and I've seen some good work from Granny. You know, and... I think Jason's done a good thing trying to give a platform for people who's getting kicked off YouTube to where they're not going to be getting kicked off and they can put the truth out there. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. You know I mean? I mean, if we can all figure out how to, to get together and just squash the bullshit. Because when you really, when we really look at it, it's, it's basically, you know, it's bullshit. It's not that important stuff, you know, that you, we're arguing, you guys are arguing over. Uh, well, you know, it's just kind of infighting what the result will be is you won't be able to pull and pull. People won't stand together because they'll be too busy fighting each other, and the people are trying to stop or still win. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, Zach wants to, you know, you know, you know, get his media going and everything else. And, and just imagine if we all can actually get together, the force we would be. We'd be a powerful force, and that's what we need right now. But instead, we're fighting with each other, and you know, and you know, me and Bill, it kind of sucks because we feel like we're stuck in the middle, and you know, and and it's not like we, you know, like one over the other, and it just sucks. It sucks. It sucks for me and Bill because we want to see everybody get along, and <laughs> I, I don't know how to, you know. Get everybody to quash their differences, and it sucks. You know what? It does suck because it's like they're tugging at us. Because you think about Zach's statement towards me and Jerry, okay, that we're going to associate with 153, we could be considered mentally ill, okay? But yet, people who don't like Zach will say the same thing to us. If you're going to associate with Zach, you could be mentally ill. All of a sudden, it's a division. Well, you know, that's what, you know, that's, that's the big thing that I noticed is the trolls came through. Is they wanted a clash. They want a clash. You know, they were trying to get me pissed at Zach, and which made no sense whatsoever. And, you know, they're trying to get everybody fighting with each other. And, you know, I almost think it's some of these shills that are somehow infiltrating and getting everybody mad at each other. Because if we're mad at each other, then, you know, we're not getting together and actually pulling off something. We're not, we're not growing. We're not making a difference. You know, it's just like all the bullshit that I got trolled about my um, protest. It made no sense whatsoever. But they wanted people to clash about it. They they wanted there to be a problem when there wasn't a problem. You know, so they, 
want us getting together. They don't want us, you know, being a powerful force to reckon with. And we could be. We really could be. You know, I've had this piece of journey with Zach, blah, 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 already. And I just blown off because I like Zach. I think Zach's doing a great thing. Okay? I'm not going to hold somebody against somebody because somebody else don't like somebody. The thing is, is we have to nip the division in the ass. We have to be able to put our differences to the side and work for the same cause. Because if we can't do that, the division wins. Divide and conquer wins. We lose. And I know it's not easy. I mean, you know what I mean? That's, you know, I'm just talking to Bill. I mean, he's been fighting division for what, 30 years now? We have a very bad situation because when you're up against division, people don't understand it. Even the genders, and that's a real hard one. When I talk about the division between men and women, a lot of people get offended because they don't want to hear it. But if you're ever going to stop the division, you have to hear it, recognize what we're doing to one another. You know, and we have to be able to pull ourselves back together. I just wish I, I wish I knew what to do to to help because I mean, you know, I, I know we all, you know, listen, we're all going to have our differences. Well, that's always going to happen. You know, I mean, if, you know, just because we're all truthers doesn't mean we have to like each other. But we all, you know, whether it's religious or whatnot. It breaks down to it when we comes down to what our fight is. Our fight is against a elite order of psychopaths, and you know we have a common goal to 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 do the best to change the world for a positive reason. You know we want to make the world a better place, and we want to get rid of you know the the, the insane hierarchy, and you know we're gonna have differences. But we're going to have to let some of those differences go. We have to push those aside so we can get together and go after one goal, a goal of positive change and change in this world. And as long as we hate each other for, you know, maybe the reason is a good reason. Maybe the reason is a bad reason. But it's still not a good enough reason to not change the world for the better. There is nothing that is more, you know, that is such a horrible thing that we can't overlook if we want to change things for the better. You know, that's the way I look at it. And it sucks when me and Bill are caught in the middle because we love both you guys. We love, you know, all you guys. And, you know, and it <clears throat> it sucks because I wish there was like some, you know, magic wand where I can make everybody like each other or whatever, but I don't have that. You know, and I don't know what to do, but I mean, if we can at least get you guys to come to some common ground, maybe see that the most important thing is changing the world for the better. That would be great. You know, we can forget about the other bullshit. Let's, you know what, if you guys want to fight, fight all you want, but let's do it after we make a positive change for the world. Then you guys can duke it out all you want. You know, I'll even sell tickets to the major fight. Okay. Whatever we got to do. But right now, can we worry about changing this world for the better and get over, you know, maybe some of the stuff that we don't get along with with each other about, you know? It's just something, you know, I, 
You know, I mean, I thought, you know, when I first met Bill, some of the gender issues and whatnot were just silly. And so I took the time to learn and listen. You know, when I did, he opened my my eyes to a lot of different things. But if I refused, if I just thought, well, that's just weird, that's just stupid, and ignored it, I never would have gotten a chance to know Bill as well as I have, and I would have never learned what I have, you know? So I, I still disagree with some of the certain gender things and whatnot and differences, but that doesn't mean that I wasn't able to create a good relationship with Bill that, you know, where we both have a common goal of wanting to make things better, you know, because that's more important than any differences that we can have. Well, my main thought has been to stop the division. And the gender issue is a very hard one because you get slammed regardless of which way you go. You can be a woman hater real quick just because you spoke up. And then again, at the same time, you get slammed by the same gender. But it's all been deliberately done. It's done by design. And that's why I try to get both genders to see through the BS and come back together again. Stopping the division is my main thing because everybody should love everybody. You know? Just because you don't get along with somebody don't mean you have to hate their guts. You don't got to be their friends. You don't got to live with them. They can't to work together for the same goal. Because if you can't work together for the same goal, how are we going to beat these people? If these people are in fighting with each other, they wouldn't be where they are right now. Well, I mean, that's the whole thing. Their, their whole big thing is if you ever read about them or anything else, is, you know, they... They have their fight, and they fight with each other, the two different sides and everything else. But when it comes down to it, why so much of the secrecy never gets revealed is because they have a certain common goal, and they're all going towards that common goal. We need to deflect that common goal or knock that common goal out that they have so we can insert our common goal of better, you know, a better place on earth or, or just making it a better place for the kids to actually have maybe a chance before they get turned into robots in the next 10 years. You know, that's yeah. that's, that's what I care about. I'd like to, you know, I, I mean, sometimes I think, well, maybe we can't slow them down, but we can't beat them, but we can slow them down. You know, it'd be nice that my, I'd like to see my nephew maybe not, you know, be so brainwashed by the time he's an adult that, you know, I can't even communicate with him anymore. I, I'd like them to see that, see that he has a little bit of a childhood or something like that before they go too over the board with stuff. You know, before they sink them in the games to the point where, you know, they can't even lift up their head to talk to you. You know, I, I would like to see, you know, just some of that. And even if we're just slowing them down a little bit, that can make a difference. So, well, as you know, but you know, even with the gender issue, bringing the genders back together saves a lot of things. You know how many children in this country are growing up without a dad or without a mother? I mean, how many children have uh, a woman has three, four kids and all by different fathers? And none of the fathers are in their life. And all the fighting amongst the men and women. Don't people realize that stuff was deliberately done? That it's all been deliberately? It's probably been gone from break up the family unit and break down the moral morals of our society. All I want to do is bring men and women back together again and give children their mom and their dad. Yeah. And make strong society again to where we can stand together. 
because they'll call division on every front all the way across the board. I mean, you know, people think sports is entertainment. Sports was designed to create division. And most people just can't see it. That's why they call them divisions. Mm -hmm. You know, we can get over it. You know, that's, that's, you know, so many things I've learned about people is when they're not somehow figuring out how to, you know, implant their heads with division so much, we can actually do good and get along. You know, I, I, I've always said this, you know, if, if you, you know, if they took two people just about from anywhere and you put those two people in the room, there's more of a chance that they're going to get along than they're going to fight. If you took two different people from two different places, they didn't know each other. I believe in the common man is good. And I believe they would get along. Uh, Most people would get along and they could understand that we're all human beings. We all have emotions, feelings, wants, and needs. And you have to understand that people have been brought up in different cultures. That's why I brought up the religion thing. You get somebody that was brought up in a family that went to church regularly every single week and went to all the church events, you're not going to just take that person out of that environment when they've been doing it their whole life. You have to be willing to let people have their own beliefs. Just because you don't believe it don't mean that you have to fight them over you don't believe what they believe. I'd love for everybody to believe what I believe, but then the problem with that is that's brain that's brainwashing. It is. Mind control. Right. Having people believe what you want them to believe is brainwashing. It is. And then you're doing exactly what the elite have done. Exactly. It makes you know better than the elite. And and that's 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 not good. You know, we it's you know, that's what makes each individual special. That's what makes each person special is that they have different beliefs. They have different ideas. You know, if, if that's the new age they would love to turn us into where everybody's just thinking the same and being the same robotic person. We need, you know, differences with acceptance versus division with hatred. And people don't understand that you know we have to appreciate people's differences and not divide us you know that's you know, a, because people that's, can people can have differences and we can appreciate and love them for their differences and not be so divided it's just not easy to do and it sucks it sucks it really does suck though well, right now jerry and i are getting pulled because when zach makes comments like that I like Zach. I think Zach's a very smart man. I think he has a lot of potential. I really do. But at the same time, I like Scythorn and I like Granny, and I respect Jason for putting that platform up. He didn't, he didn't have to, you know, he spent a lot of money putting these servers up and putting this site together so people could have a spot to go. Tell yeah. truth without being thrown off and striked. You know, even when he took Jerry's video down, he didn't give Jerry a strike and say you got too much strikes and you're out of here. You know, he didn't do that. Okay, so, you know, the guy's doing something from his heart because he's trying to do what he feels is right. Yeah. 
You know, the parents doing what Zach's doing because he's trying to do on his part what he feels is right. And then on some of the things, I'm not crazy about, you know, certain beliefs that, like, they have. <laughs> but that's but that's not my business, you know. I mean, that's, if they want I, my business, none of my business is what people want to believe, you know. That you know, I mean, that's just it's just never been my thing. I don't care what people believe, you know. I make fun of Mormons and stuff like that, but you know, if I like the person, I'm not gonna hold it against them, you know. That's exactly. It. You can, I mean, this is why it's important for people to allow other people their own beliefs. Let them be them. And stand together and fight for the same fighting against what's going on in this world. Yeah, I mean, I mean if Zach was able, man, he would take he would take freaking 153 News to a whole new level. And, you know, instead we got <laughs> instead we got to fight, and it's not necessary. It really is not necessary. You know, I wish there was some way to bring everybody together, and I, I just don't know how to do it, Bill. I really don't. I'm just, it, really bother, it bothers me because I want to, I want everybody to get along in this, you know, because we are in this really ridiculous fight. If you really think about it, we're, we're fighting against this, just this ridiculous shit that's been going on in our world for way too long. You know how many people you could bring together? Just imagine this. The amount of people who follow Cyborg and Granny yeah. and the amount of people who follow Zach. It would be insane. People who followed me over the years, if all these people were to be able to come together, we would, we would be building an unstoppable force. We could actually turn things around. And, and, and you know what? And that's what they would love. They, they, you know, these outside trolls and shills and everything else, they would love to see us fight. And it's ridiculous. And because we fall for their bullshit, you know, it's it's silly. It's silly, you know, and I, I don't know. I just wish I could think of something. I just I just don't know what, you know. I'm not sure myself. I just hope that Zach is listening to what we've said here, and I hope he gives us some thought. I hope the Cyborg would listen to what we're saying here and give us some thought, and if they could put their differences to the side. Because I think there's a lot of great potential from all of these guys. I don't hate India. I've never done nothing to you. You've never done nothing to me. But you have great work. You have great ideas. You have great knowledge. Zach's really good at what he does. And I applaud him for that. Okay? But the, just, the thing is, is the infighting has to stop because we can never win if we stay divided. We may never win no matter what, but at least, you know, you know, maybe we built something by getting along, you know? You know, it's <clears throat> it's supposed to be a, an age of enlightenment, even though, it's, you know, we don't want it to be their age of enlightenment. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, we we got to we got to think more about our cause than we got to think about ourselves. And that that's a tough thing to do sometimes, you know, and. You know, like I've always said, an ego is important because that's what protects us. They want to destroy our ego a lot of times and, you know, fill it with, uh, you know, subfacia. But, you know, we also have to get over some things. And that's 
that's not always easy to do. Trust me, I've had to get over so many things in my life. I really have. I've gone through a lot, you know, just to get where I am today. You know, I, I always said, you know, you know, people always ask me that question. You know, don't you wish that uh, you had normal legs and, and this or that? And I always say no. It's given me a chance to see people for who they are. It's made me tough. It, it's, it's, you know, it's made me me. And I'm proud of who I am. So when people like that guy, the troll, says what they say, it doesn't bother me because I know who I am. And I know, you know, I'm not a shady, evil person like that. And, you know, it's it, I always has, has never really been easy for me. There's a lot of stuff I've had to get over, but I got over it. And I've been able to get on with my life and, and, and you know, and be happy. And it, it sucks when you want to make other people happy and you don't know what to do. But. You know, we can get there. We just, you know, got to figure out how to maybe take baby steps to get there, you know, and at least try. You know, and, you know, here's the thing is, you know what, maybe certain people will just never get along. And that's fine. But why don't we at least, you know, try once. Try. And if it doesn't work, then at least you could say you tried. And that was my whole thing even with the protest is, you know, I wanted to be able to know that I did something, that well, I at least tried. Yeah. And, and you never told anybody was going to Sandy Hook School. Matter of fact, he said he was not going to Sandy Hook. <laughs> <laughs> so for all you idiots that are mad at him for not going to Sandy Hook School, one of the schools of phony baloney shooting that didn't happen in, they tore that down, by the way, like they did the trade centers. They hauled it off right away. Why would I go there when I had, they had police cars there waiting for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. He can go to the same area. There's all kinds of spots he can go. He can't help if there's a car with a toys with a funny mask and acting like weirdos running around looking for him. And you know what? These trolls are mad because, I, you know, they couldn't find me because I snuck in there. They're mad because, you know, I didn't tell them where I... They literally were going nuts, asking me nonstop the whole day that I was going down there, where, hey, where are you, you know, pretending you were this person or that person? And I didn't tell nobody. I didn't tell nobody where we were going until we got there. Bruce didn't even know where we were going until we pulled in. He was just following me. And I said, here we are. <laughs> and you know, and you know, that's where we went. We went to the busiest, most high traffic area in that area, and it was constant cars nonstop. So we went to a very visible area, and they got pissed because everywhere they thought I was going to be is not where I was, and that's exactly what I wanted to happen. So you know, we did exactly what I wanted. Bill knew, and Bill knew. I told him ahead of time. I said they're going to be looking for me here, there, wherever else. I said, nobody's going to know, and I'm going to sneak right in and sneak out. And they're, they're pissed. They're pissed. The people, City Hook people are pissed because they wanted to, who knows, maybe throw paint on us or whatever they wanted to do, and they didn't get away with it because I outsmarted them. And that's what they're mad about. That's so they, you, know, you know, whatever. <laughs> what they forgot to do was bring a box of diapers, you know, and some wipes for them. And a baby bottle. <laughs> mad at they're mad. They're mad at didn't pull it off. Well, I did pull it off. <laughs> they're mad about it. You know. They're 
But back to reality, the real reason it matters because they don't want to be held accountable for what they've done. They know how wrong what they did is. Oh, yeah. And, and trust me, going to the high traffic area like I did, I think that really pissed them off. You know, they, I think that because, you know, they even said, we're going to stop you where, you know, you're not going to hand anything out. And we were there. We were in, we've gotten, I don't know how many, we probably got into a couple thousand people's faces just with everybody driving by and, you know, and, you know, driving right up next to us and talking to us and everything else. You know, we, we were probably pretty visible. And uh, I don't think they liked that. I don't think they liked that, how visible we were. But, I, you know, here's the thing is I knew the area. I knew where to go. And I knew how to get in there and get out of there real quick if needed. And that's exactly what we did. We got in there and we stayed until it started to get a little hot where, you know, people were screaming at us and, you know, it looked like they were calling the police. And we left. <laughs> and we went to go pass out flies, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, and that's what they're mad about. They're mad I outsmarted them. You know, the trolls don't, you know, they think they're smart. They can create division. They can create a war. They cause all these problems. And when you outsmart them, they don't like it. They don't like it at all. You know, but whatever. Good for them. Fuck them. <laughs> the way I look at it, you know. Too bad. You guys, you guys weren't smart enough to figure out what I was going to do. Good. And, and you know what? The next time we go there, I'll still out freaking fool them. Because, you know, all these trolls and people from Sandy Hook that got involved in this stuff, I, you know, I never seen them when I was younger. They look all like new people to me. I'm old school. I knew that area. I was out smoking pot in those woods before they freaking ever moved there. So I know my way in and around better than they do. You know, and speaking <laughs> of, you know, me and Bill, I don't remember how long ago, it must have been maybe three or four months ago, Bill, that um, I showed you those uh, microwave transmitters in Sandy Hook. That's mm-hmm. wow. And anybody wants to see them, um, I found these really bizarre uh, microwave antennas that, like, basically fence off the whole town of Sandy Hook. And they they uh, lay very low to the ground, and they're really bizarre antennas. And I honestly think, you know, more me and Bill talked about it, I think they're doing something with these antennas to influence minds or whatever, but it is the most bizarre. Because, like I told you just earlier in the show, I've worked at a radio station as an intern. I, you know, I worked in the engineering. I understand what different types of antennas look like. And these antennas scare me, you know, because the way they're low to the ground, so they're not meant for cell phones or anything like that or transmitting, you know, uh, you know, you know, you know, some kind of radio or TV station or anything like that. They're, you know, very expensive, um, you know, high-tech design, large, low-to-the-ground antennas. And they are microwave type. They're designed as, you know, a newer, newer type of microwave transmission, you know. So I, I do think they're transmitting something to this area. You know, I even talked to Jim Fetzer about this. I think some kind of weird fence that they're they're using and i don't know if it's from you know if it's for mind control i don't know if it's for what really because i don't know enough about it but they are really bizarre antennas that they literally encapsulated the whole area with well we do know that they got programs going on for mind control and it's been going on for years and they've not stopped it and their goal is to be able to control the minds of everybody now, when you have sense of psychopaths 
that have the ability and the technology behind them and are working to control everybody's mind, to control everybody, then I wouldn't be surprised to find out what Jerry saw these microwave um, is just exactly for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I would not be surprised to find that out because from everything I've seen and what I've studied, I know for sure that they've already laid a big TV antenna across the entire United States and they're using it. And they're using it to attack us. And I don't care what people say, that's what they're doing. And yeah. you know, I can look I can go back five, six years ago and I can remember how people used to always call into the show and how many people came back to get came together and talked. And now here we are five, six years later. You're you're scared to get anybody. Everybody's afraid. Everybody's so disconnected. They don't even want to talk. They're fighting, but they won't talk. They won't call in. They don't want their voice to be heard, you know. Well, it's funny. uh, uh, Four World Peace is talking about uh, the Rothschilds buying Reuters. Now, it's interesting. Another thing I learned from working at an air station was, um, you know, what they, they had a rule. And they needed, you know, back in the day, they actually had to verify your sources to a story, you know, that that was, you had to verify it twice. And your main feeds on who you verify it with is uh, Reuters and the AP. Now, back in the day, they had, um, you know, teletypes, you know, basically they had like printers that just fed out, it was a news feed, it was a constant news feed that fed out the news. And there was always two of them in every radio and TV station that was a major station. And one of them was the AP, and one of them was Reuters. And, you know, if it was in a very important story, um, what you had to do is you couldn't just take the story from one of them. You had to verify it it, with the other one, wait until it came out of the machine. You know, now Mm -hmm. I don't think they do that. I don't even think they verify the stories. If it's something they want to put out there, they just put it out there. But, um, But it was still interesting, even back then, that these... Um, supposed that trusted sources are owned by the Rothschild. So that's even scary in its own right. Now that I think back then, when I trusted so much from these machines, you know, what the news was supposed to be, you know, and uh, it was owned by the Rothschild, which scares the heck out of me that they've had a lot of control on what people understand as news for a very long time, you know. Keep us going there for a minute, Jerry. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I'd like to yell my name. Well, no, I'd like to. I'd like to find out if anybody out there um, actually knows a little bit about uh, antennas or you know or some of this high tech stuff because I'd like to show them some pictures of these weird microwave antennas that I found and get some more information about them because they seem to be really hard to get the information about them. Because nothing matches up with them. I've never seen anything like them before. But the way they're structured, I don't know if people understand how Sandy Hook is. It's basically tucked into a corner between uh, a river, all right? And the river splits right before Sandy Hook. And But, but in other words, it, it's go, it goes downstream. So the fork is above Sandy Hook. And Sandy Hook's just below the fork. And the stream goes all the way down. Uh, all the way out to the ocean. But there's a couple of dams beforehand. Well, well, it's tucked in the corner 
against the river, there's a there's pretty big ridge line that's right before the river. So, and it's a pretty steep that goes down to the the river. With this ridge line, there's these weird microwave antennas that basically, you know, encapsulate the town, and it's kind of scary because I can't figure out, you know, anything else they would be used for other than mind control or something like that because they're not for cell phone use that's for sure they're not for tv use and why else would you have them in a residential neighborhood that's just in sandy hook i you know i've looked all over and i can't find these antennas anywhere else besides the sandy hook area and it literally encapsulates in the closest neighborhood it encapsulates is where all these parents live where adam lands supposedly lives so that whole neighborhood is where it's right at and it encapsulates the whole area. So it's kind of weird. Thank you, Gary. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I hate that when Mother Nature's yelling your name and you can't do anything about it. No, I'm going to I would insert an old person joke here, but, you know, <laughs> I can't. I love it. I love Bill again. I'm not going to bust his balls. Come on, I'm getting younger, right? Yeah, we all wish. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have young timers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I mean, that, that's, that's another problem that scares me. You know, I'm freaking, you know, you know, if we have these chemicals or whatever, they're, whether they're vaccines or what's in the air that's is promoting uh, Alzheimer's, you know, how much worse are they going to make it to the point where we don't remember anything anymore? <laughs> you know, we're just basically hey, I, human robots. I heard, it, I heard it's linked with aluminum. You know, well, a lot yeah, of those canned foods. No, I mean, a lot, a lot of those canned foods and stuff that people eat, they said if you eat large quantities from canned foods, it, it, it could increase your chances of developing it. I mean, I'm sure it's also hereditary, but... Yeah, I seen a report on Alzheimer's once. I can't remember what I saw it. I can't say how much how accurate it is, but I'm going to tell you what I saw. Okay, it showed the cholesterol pill that people take for the heart, and it shows that the cholesterol pill is removing the cholesterol, right? And then they showed the human brain, and in between every section of the human brain is loaded with cholesterol. And when this pill is taken, it removes the cholesterol from around the heart and from the brain. And once enough cholesterol is removed from the areas of the brain, that certain cells in the brain start crossing each other and start circuiting, and that's what causes Alzheimer's. Now, I can't say that's true or not. I'm just telling you what I saw. Hmm. You know, they're, they're even saying that people are, give, are developing that at an earlier age than, than usual. Like, I remember I was on a, I was listening to a radio in the car, and there was a infomercial or something on the radio that said something among the lines where if you uh, have these type of symptoms from age 30 and up, get checked for for uh, Alzheimer's. I guess they were wanting to do a test to see maybe if you might develop it. I'm just thinking to myself, 30 years old, to even get symptoms at that young age is pretty scary yeah 
Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like the big farmer somehow. <laughs> yeah, there's another weird occurrence. It was um there was a kid that lived near me when I was living in Michigan and the kid was like uh twenty four, twenty five years old. This kid ran every day, perfect I mean this guy didn't this kid didn't drink, no drugs. I mean, he looked like a picture of health. And I remember asking uh, one of the kids what happened to him. Cause he just kind of disappeared. He said he had a heart attack and died. I said, what are you kidding me? The guy was like a picture of health. How the hell did he have a heart attack and die at 24 years old? You know, that blew my mind. Unfortunately, a person can have a heart condition and not know it. Okay, my youngest brother was born with a heart condition and they didn't find it until he was 10, about 10, 8 or 9. And when he was 10 or 11, he had to go out and have surgery. They had to wait till he got a little older to do the surgery because it was found when he was young. But the doctors called, he said, but it hadn't been found. He would have dropped out of a heart attack maybe in high school when he was going out for sports. Hey, Bill. I just wanted to yeah. give you a heads up. Uh, Warren's going to be calling in soon. So he's going to be joining us. Oh, he is. He's got like five minutes more calling. <laughs> he's okay. I'm going to show him over. There he is, too, oh. Bill. There he is. Hello, Hello Warren. <laughs> hey, Bill. What's up, man? Hey, you got about nine minutes. <laughs> We've been having a pretty good show here. So, what are we talking about tonight? Well, we got, you know, just recently we got a little bit into the, you know, microwave, um, microwave mass brainwashing and everything else. And Jerry, I was talking Jerry's about something. not coming through very good, man. I mean, I can kind of hear him if I listen really hard, but it, it, I can't hear him that well. Can you hear me better now? A little bit better. Let me switch other ears. Maybe, maybe it's, sometimes, it's, sometimes it's my phone. It's just whatever I listen to. Say something again now. Yeah, I'm I'm here now. Is it better? Yeah, okay, I hear you better in this here. I don't know. My, my phone's funny okay. like that. Nah. Yeah, because I, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear Jerry pretty well. So. Yeah. Yeah, we're no, we we're just. Uh, I was talking about like uh, a while back. I was showing Bill. I found these weird um, microwave transmission towers in Sandy Hook, and they were low to the ground, so they're not used yeah. for cell phone. They're not used for TV or anything like that. And they encapsulate the area of Sandy Hook really bizarrely. And uh, where they are, they're basically surrounding the neighborhood where most of these kids live, supposedly. You know, but I mean, the, the, the microwave uh, transmitters low to the ground is not supposedly, but uh, that's for sure. I found them. But, um, you know, I really wanted to know more about them because, uh, you know, what if they are using them for mind control? <laughs> you know, I mean, how is, is Sandy Hook a test city? Because well, what I found what like when I was linked to Calvin arm, because it sounds to me like it's, it sounds like it would be an ionospheric type of weapon. Well, I mean the thing is, I mean they're they're low to the ground. What I did is when I got a ground shot of it, they they're no taller than I say twelve feet from the ground. Okay. So yeah. and they're in the woods, which is really bizarre. They're in the woods and they're twelve feet from the ground. <laughs> so you know they're not above the tree line, so they wouldn't be used for. Um, any type of cell phone or anything like that, and it's just really bizarre. They're, they're, I, you know, Warren. I mean, I'll have to email you a picture of them so you can see them. It's just really, they're really bizarre. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. You uh, got my email address, all right? Yeah, I'll have Bill give it to me. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, man, uh, that, that, that that does sound interesting, man. Um, you know, it could be connected to HARP, man, theoretically. I mean, because HARP, HARP's got many properties, okay? My control is one of them. They can alter people's psychological and emotional states through the ionospheric weapon technology they've got. Because it's, it's an ionospheric weapon, right? Uh, it can, um, it can uh, well, the you thing know, be used in conjunction with chemtrails. You know, it could be used to alter weather conditions. I, I I worked at a radio station before, and the thing about these 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 transmitters is I I know for transmitters, but there there's nothing receiving from a distance. So in other words, they have nothing connect to receive anything. So it would have to be some kind of local transmission. You know, it would have to be something that they can wirelessly send from a local house or from driving by. But they, there's nothing that would be able to receive a transmission. It's something that's just broadcasting, which is really weird about them. Yeah, the thing is, with like a lot of ionospheric weapons like that, though, man, correct me if I'm wrong on this. I might be I might be a little bit wrong, but, I mean, a lot of this is relying on um, on various uh, – uh, it isn't necessarily relying on energy sources that are um, – that are – like you know, yeah, that, that are from a transmission. Like solar power and things like that. I mean, I know they, they, these these things are powered up. They all they all they're all close to a street. Um, what do you call it? Um, you know, transformer. So they all they're, I, I found their power sources. So I see that they're you know they, they have local power, and it looks like each one of them has a battery uh, a generated backup, some kind of backup generator. That's one thing I noticed about them. So they have a backup generator, and they look like they're just transmission, and they're not receiving any kind of signal from afar. So, hmm. you know, it's they're just you have to see them. They're really bizarre. Yeah, I can imagine, man. I remember. I mean, I remember how horrified I was when I started seeing all these cell phone t- uh, towers popping up all over the place. I was one of the few people that actually knew what that was, and. And I had no way of explaining it to people because everybody was just going to think, oh, he's crazy, he's batshit, he don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. And now it's <laughs> You know, Warren, it sounds more uh, like a microwave, it sounds more like a microwave weapon. Yeah, well, I mean, what's scary is, I mean, have you ever, um, have you ever taken apart a microwave? And taking the magnetron out of it, right? Yeah. Well, these antennas are shaped like the box, almost, that contains the magnetron without the actual magnetron in it. You know, so, you know, unless it's an internal magnetron, but it's, you know, I just don't see any kind of point to it. So it's not directional. You know, it looks like it covers more of a wide area. Well, see, the, that would fit more with with harp too, man. Because yeah. I mean, when you think about the fact that harp is is, is a weapon that, that one of his uh, many uh, uh, one of his many uh, functions is to control weather, right? And what you're basically describing here is like pretty much like turn our our earth into a giant microwave. Yeah, I mean, it could which be. Of course, you know, a, which of course could be used to sell global warming. 
Yeah, but what are, I mean, they only have them in this particular area, just around just around Sandy Hook. Can't find them anywhere else. And there's like three of them that are on a line that basically encapsulate the town. But it's like, it's, it's 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 unidirectional. So it's like they, they come across the ridge line and they face away from the ridge line across the town and that's it. Hmm. And have they found it in any other parts of the world or is it just in one area? I I'm on Google Maps all the time. I've never seen these anywhere else besides Sandy Hook. Okay, yeah. Some of the places I would would imagine looking at, man, would be other places where there have been school shootings, like in Columbine High or Virginia Tech. Yeah, I tried that, and I didn't find any. You know, but that doesn't mean they're not there. I just might not have looked enough of those places. But I did look at a few other school shooting places, and I didn't find them anywhere else besides Sandy Hook. (coughs) Yeah, that's interesting. Hmm. It's interesting, man. And I think, you know, I think just like, you know, like I've told Bill in the past, I think how Kalamazoo was almost like a test city, you know, where they're constantly doing these false flags. I I think Sandy Hook may be another experiment, to be honest with you. You know, and I have a theory, too, man. It's going to be a wild theory, man. I mean, you know, but I have reason to suspect, I can't concretely prove this, but I have reason to suspect that, what I can prove is that there's there's layers of underground tunnels. There's like there's an entire world literally beneath our feet that goes all around the world, right? I mean, any like, like you want from like sixty kilometers beneath our feet, hundred kilometers beneath our feet, or whatnot. There's underground military installations and bunkers and shit like that. I mean, there are honeycombs there, all there down underneath the ground. There are tunnels in Sandy Hook, and matter of fact, a friend of mine's been in them. Um, under the old Fairfield Hospital, which is less than uh, a mile from uh, the Sandy Hook Hospital or from the Sandy Hook School, there's tunnels. Yeah. Matter of fact, I even have a picture of one of the tunnel entrances. So, uh, I mean, it's not even a question that the tunnels are there. There are tunnels under Sandy Hook. I know that from a fact. You know, that's, yeah, that's I know that. not a question at all. Yeah. So they're there. Yeah, they're well, there. Imagine. You know. But my theory is this, man. You know, do you think it's possible, theoretically, that there could be entire towns down there that are, that are being suppressed? You know, I mean, you know, here's the weird thing. I mean, I, you know, some of the things like with Sandy Hook, I've been really hesitant to talk about because, <laughs> you know, I, it's like one of those things I know, I know the area really well, and you know, I don't always want the people out there to know what I know. So I've been hesitant to talk about some things, but um, I could say this much, you know, they can't have um, total tunnels everywhere because there's an aquifer under Sandy Hook and in, in a good portion of it. Okay, we're out of time since blog talk goes on. John, we're down to our last two seconds here. Blog talk just ended. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.